plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. If you wanted to grow the size of your business, what options do you have? If I told you you only had three, would it help you make a better decision? Would it help you keep more focused on bringing the kind of results that you want to see when it comes to growing the business? Welcome back to the Selling with Love podcast. And I want to tell you what these three items are and explain you a bit more detail on why would you decide to go towards one versus the other? Because depending on what your ultimate vision for your organization and your business and your sales goals are, you'll actually be able to prioritize one over the other, whether it's a low hanging fruit or if it's because it's part of the grander vision. Those three items are very simple. You can either do bigger deals, more deals, or deals again. Bigger, more, or again. And this results in every sales transaction that you have. You have to decide what is it that I want to be able to prioritize. Starting with bigger. Bigger is <laughs> bigger is better, right? Um, in essence, you want to start thinking, if I want to grow the business, one of the ways you can go towards it is how do I increase the average size of the deals I make? bigger deals, right? Because if you're currently running a business and your first transaction, for example, is $50, then we're talking here about what would it look like if the average deal that I have here is actually much bigger? Because the moment you increase that, now you can have the same amount of clients and make so much more money. Is it just a question of changing the price point? Well, not that simple. If you want things to be bigger, as far as your average deal size, well, it also has to be better. And so what does it look like from the value that you provide? And if you've had a chance to go through the concepts of selling with love, there's a little equation that we talk about, which is real value must be higher than perceived value must be higher than the price, which is obviously going to be higher than the cost. What that means is if you decide to go for bigger deals, which means you've increased the price, it still needs to be lower than what is the perceived value, which is what people expect is going to be the value of what they buy. That needs to be higher than the price. Because if they think the value they're going to receive is less than the price, then why would they pay for it? And that is an art and a science in itself. But the moment you add the pressure of raising the price, you have to go back to the drawing board and start questioning what is the perceived value that people have. Because if I don't increase that in any way, then my sales will actually go down. So, okay, we want to increase the perceived value. We've raised the price. Well, we start thinking, what are the features that are included? What is the service that I offer? What is bundled in the product so that I can make bigger deals happen? And you start thinking about ways of positioning your offer in a ways that it lowers the risk of failing at the results of whatever the transaction you provide is going to provide. You start thinking about the maximization of those results, and you're trying to make sure that those results maybe happen in the fastest of times. And if you start stretching these metrics so that the perceived value goes up, then you can feel comfortable about raising the price as well, because you will have happy clients at the moment of purchase 
which means don't forget the first thing I mentioned, which is real value. The moment they get the product in their hands, is it living up and exceeding the expectations that they had from the perceived value? Now, this is a really, really interesting one to think about because if you can make all the best marketing in the world and all the promises in the world, you can sell a more expensive product, but will it deliver is the ultimate question. And remember, if you get to over-deliver, you build equity in the brand and in the experience that can allow for future sales as well. So always focus on creating the best real value possible, which makes it easier for you to package it into perceived value, which will allow you to increase the price. And there we have it. One of the ways that we can creatively increase our bottom line is how do we think about making bigger deals? So whatever is your core offer, how do you increase the price? You can go actually quite radical with this idea. And in my book, when I talk about love the product, I even suggest multiplying your current product price by 10 times. And you'll see a lot of authors talk about this concept, so it's not unique. But still, the mindset that happens when you increase it by 10 folds is you're really starting thinking, what can I include inside this offer that would make me comfortable selling it 10 times more? So you get a little more creative on how to make the deal bigger. Bigger, first point. The second point to growing the business is more. More of the same. More sales, more volume, and reaching more people. So if you're selling the same thing, then the question is, how can I reach more people at the same cost to be able to sell more and grow the business? And this really speaks typically about channels of having leads come in and making sure that we close them as the same rate that we did before. If you're trying to stay focused on getting work done and eating throughout the day is something you think about, have to decide, and you're not sure what to do, and you just wish an option was available where the right meal with all of the specifications you want be available to you, easy to make, under two minutes, well, luckily for you, Factor is available where you have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie. And you can enjoy over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons to help you make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for? You can get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking up for something fast that's upscale option done very easily. It's flexible on your schedule where you can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep necessary. They're 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup necessary. Head to factormeals.com slash sellingwithlove50 and use code sellingwithlove50 to get 50% off. That's code sellingwithlove50 at factormeals.com slash sellingwithlove50 and you'll get 50% off. Not bad. So if you wanna grow the business, we start thinking, well, we're currently doing these channels. Say you're running Facebook advertising to get people to coming into your business. If we can find a way to do more of this advertising, scaling the spend so more people come into the business and we make more sales, this is a way to do this. Now, one of the things to keep in mind when you're scaling the business with more is you typically find the path of least cost. So you will start with the ways of generating business that is the lowest cost to acquire the quest 
customer. And the more you start scaling this, the cost usually goes up as well. The complexity needs to go up as well. The first clients you acquire where you can have a high touch and a high experience will be quite at a lower cost than if you're trying to reach millions of people and now you're competing for market share. It's a very different game. So you have to actually be in line with what's the vision for your organization. How big do you want to grow it? And if you're looking to have more client, are we talking again? Do we want 10 times more client? And if we are getting 10 times more client, does that mean that the cost for each new client that you have going to be more expensive than the last one? That's usually the game with advertising. But when you think about more, what I would want to make you focus your intention on is creativity of lead acquisition. What are the interesting ways that you could really start having more leads come in? And some of the things you might be thinking about are, what are the key partnerships that I could have that would make me be exposed to my target demographic in a much more bold way? What are the things I could do to position myself as a much more attractive brand? And I'll give you an example. For me, I realized the best way to get my name out there and build the credibility and have leads come to me was to write a book on sales. And it's by no accident that I was able to do that to attract so many more clients that have discovered me by picking up the book and now they come to me naturally. So that ends up being a much better way of scaling the amount of leads coming in. Perhaps you have PR and getting yourself on podcasts. So you start really changing your lens into thinking much radically than whatever volume you have now on how to get more leads coming into the business, all else being equal. Your sales conversion rate stays the same and you just want to get much more traffic coming in your way. So more Getting more of what's working and optimizing that and bringing in more leads will lead to more business and you can scale that way. Quite linear, but again, don't forget on that creativity and use that 10 times more leads approach because if you're running a successful ad campaign and you start thinking, if I spend 10 times more, will I get the same results? It'll be marginally decreasing. So get that 10x mind in there so that you start thinking more creatively on what are the things you could do to generate the right kinds of leads. Which brings me to the final way of growing the business, which, uh, surprise, the easiest and most neglected way of doing more business. It is, again, who are the past clients you've ever served in the past and have you reached out and followed up to them to do business with you again? And this is twofold. If you're doing a reach out to all of these people, you have to be asking the question, hey, maybe it's the end of the quarter and you're thinking about them and you want to reach out to them so you can just honestly say, hey, um, let's call them John. Hey, John, it's the end of the quarter. Was just thinking about you. I enjoyed working with you in the past. And I wondered since I started offering sales consultation services, if yourself or anyone you know might be looking to increase their sales conversion and improve their sales culture, if they would be worth for me to have a consultation with them, I could give them an hour of my time and see if I could help them out. Let me know. If not, I do wish you the best and look forward for us to work together again. Just the activity of reaching out to these people and asking for some referral business or see if they want to do business with you again is a very, very powerful thing. Again, also includes another component, which is cross-selling. Are there opportunities for you to sell to your existing clients 
with complementary products. Now, whether you're launching a new service, so say I'm doing sales services, but I'm starting a marketing service, I could sell again to my existing customers to increase the average lifetime value of each client. Or I could think about who are the best marketers and refer business of my existing clients to maximize that value. Again, is about doing business again. And of course, making sure that there are more things that are being offered to these existing clients. And if you are looking to grow your business, there's not thousands of ways to do it. You can start with three. Do you want bigger deals? Do you want more deals? Or do you want to do deals again? And if you have some established business where you know, have a proven record of providing value, then I will tell you the lowest hanging fruit is again. And so go again, go find some past clients you've done business with and get yourself a reason to reach out to each and every one of them. Perhaps given the release time of this episode, you could just go with the reason of saying, hey, I thought I'd reach out to you. I'm offering these services with a Black Friday promo that'll be coming up, but I wanted to reach out to my past clients to give you an opportunity, whether you know somebody who would benefit from my products and services to have an opportunity to claim this deal first. Is there anybody I should talk to? Go out there and keep selling with love. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. 